Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE SmackDown Live episode 1022 and 205 Live episode 121. Uh, we opened up SmackDown with The Miz addressing uh, Shane McMahon being the worst, and that Miz worked uh, so hard for everything that he started from the bottom and worked his way up, whereas uh, Shane McMahon was just handed everything, being the son of Vince McMahon. Um, so uh, the Miz says he, he's gonna he's gonna give uh, Shane the ass kicking he deserves at WrestleMania, and I love this promo because it's uh, he's singing like ninety five percent exactly the same stuff as uh, when he's a bad guy. because it's the every time he talks about it it's the truth it's just the way it's it's not even that different the way he's delivering it it's just who the target is who he's saying it towards that um and other subtle differences that's uh yeah it's so good so good and by the way i am i'm pretty excited for ms and mrs i haven't i haven't watched all the episodes of the first season i realize now I've kind of been saving like they're so good like the the episode um where Monroe Sky Mizanin is born is like one of the best reality TV episodes that I've seen um granted I don't watch a whole lot of this type of reality shows uh I mostly just watch competitive competition shows like Survivor and Amazing Race um but still uh, that was a really good episode. It was really well done. But anyway, up next we had Sasha and Bailey uh, come to challenge the Iconics in a non-title match, and uh, Lacey Evans enters, uh, does her whole walk down to the ring and back out thing. But uh, it wasn't enough to get an advantage. I thought that was going to be the distraction that got the Iconics the win, but um, they didn't fully take advantage of that. But they did fully take advantage of each other's cheating capabilities and got the win over Sasha and Bailey. So uh, I like that this is setting things up more and more. Like everybody's going after Sasha and Bailey now. Um, of course, we have Natalia and Beth Phoenix, who challenged them last night on uh, on Raw. And then we also have Tamina and Nia Jax, who, you know, they're just them. They just want to be rude to everybody. And then um, and then now we have the Iconics. They have a right now that to even though that they won by cheating, uh, they they have uh, just as much of a right to challenge for those championships uh, now that they have a victory over the champions. Um, so if this is a four way tag match, um it's got to be um i don't know how they would do it to make it different because like uh, to have all the big pay-per-view while it was just one team versus one team at fast lane um so i guess it 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 doesn't mess things up too much to have it only defended in non-traditional tag team matches but um yeah if it's a four-way that's great like i already like i'd already been talking about in the last episode, the Sky Pirates have a huge match. They're both in the women's championship match uh, over on NXT TakeOver. So it's not looking that likely 
for them to be in there. But if they're in the mix at SummerSlam, I think that would be excellent. Um, although one of them uh, could be a champion, NXT champion at that point. So it might not make uh, sense yet for them to go after go after that. Survivor Series, perhaps. Anyway, um, uh, uh, up next, we had uh, Rey Mysterio and his son, Dominic, uh, talk about challenging Samoa Joe at WrestleMania for the uh, um, United States Championship. I, I was trying to think for a second which which uh, is it the intercontinental because i just watched uh razor ramon and Shawn michaels uh like the flashback or wwe replay or whatever it is um where they watched their wrestlemania 10 ladder match uh for the intercontinental championship that's why it was that was why i was at the top of my frontal lobe at the front of my frontal lobe brain Anyway, um, yeah, the United States Championship. Ray's going after it, but I, I really hope that Andrade is also in the mix for that for that match. Um, and, you know, R-Truth could be in it or not, whatever. If it's just the triple threat, they'll be fantastic. I mean, Ray versus Joe will be good also, but uh, Andrade, he's got, he's got to have a WrestleMania match with how crazy good all of his matches have been lately um along with these other two uh then we have the ko show with becky and charlotte's kevin owens take the, takes the reins the entire time he's reading uh past retorts between the two and uh from ronda and he says well uh you know what i say fight fight owens fight so fight becky fight fight charlotte fight and uh they do and but not before uh kevin says hold on before you reply he he gets out of the ring um so that that was a pretty fun fun segment there uh them just beating the crap out of each other then we had aj backstage uh he said that he's not coming he's he's not going to wrestlemania to build anything he's going there to tear the house down that's going to be a good match. AJ versus Randy Orton. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Daniel Bryan comes out. He says, Kofi, why is he complaining? He was handpicked as the replacement for Mustafa Ali in that gauntlet match before Elimination Chamber and handpicked to be the uh, the replacement in the Elimination Chamber match. What is he complaining about being overlooked and all of that? Um, and so, enter the the gauntlet five opponents that kofi kingston has to defeat to get a wrestlemania match kofi versus sheamus wins via trouble in paradise kofi versus cesaro wins via sos kofi versus rowan wins via disqualification when rowan beats the crap out of him with a chair puts him through the uh, the commentary table uh, very painful but Kofi still technically wins. He continues in the gauntlet. Kofi versus Joe. Muscle buster tease. But Kofi gets out of it. He rolls Joe up into a pin. And he proceeds to his final opponent in the gauntlet. Kofi versus Randy Orton. He wins that as well. Despite Joe having gone after... Uh, he, he is enraged after Kofi defeated him. And um, he... Uh, 
he, he beats him up even more after his match. But uh, Vince comes out, says, all right, that, congratulations. Very impressive. Uh, so you're going to WrestleMania as long as you can also defeat one more person. Good luck. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is the final opponent. This is like this. This is like a freaking video game where you think you beat the final boss, and it's like, nope, there's one more. And Daniel Bryan comes out, and uh, Kofi puts up a, an excellent fight as much as he could after having defeated five other people. But Daniel Bryan wins, and everybody is very, very angry with Vince McMahon and daniel bryan those jerks it's further proof that the miz was right he's always been right at the top of the show he said shane mcmahon isn't the best of the worst he's uh because the mcmahons are the worst so um we still have two more episodes before wrestlemania there's still time for it to happen it's it must happen kofi all everybody Throughout this episode, I really like that that everyone's like, "Good luck to Kofi tonight. He 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 is going to he deserves it and all that kind of stuff." We had AJ say that. We had Kevin Owens say that. Said is he even really gave up the KO Mania and said, "I've I've been calling it KO Mania the last three years, but now it's all about Kofi." It really it still is KO Mania. There's just an extra extra FI in there. But um, I think uh, Rey Mysterio said something also. Oh, and then throughout this entire match, this match was like 55 minutes long, or the gauntlet. I guess it was technically six different matches. 55 minutes long, and then another five minutes for the last part with Daniel Bryan. Uh, so a solid hour of competition for Kofi Kingston. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get any screen time for um, Asuka or Fire and Desire, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Um, but I'm sure we'll, we'll get some more of them next week, but, um, yeah, this, this must happen. Um, and it's the, there's a pretty good job of making everybody mad at the end of this episode. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what happens next. Um, over on two or five live. Uh, we had Mike Kanellis get his promised match against one of the top cruiserweights. Uh, and if he basically the stipulation was if he, he couldn't win this match, then he'd be done or closer to being done. Uh, his opponent was Akira Tozawa. Um, but via distraction from his wife, Maria, uh, Mike Kanellis got the jump on Tozawa and won this match. So his job is safe for now unless drake maverick looks down upon looking bad in victory he said looking good in defeat isn't enough uh you have to get some wins every now and then but if that win is uh if you look bad during the win then maybe that's not much better than looking good in defeat um next week we're gonna have lucha house party versus drew gulak jack gallagher and umberto carrillo um that should be pretty pretty good i'm looking forward to it and then we have our main event of 205 live now i felt bad for this whole entire episode of 205 live for having to follow that gauntlet craziness but um 
they they put on a great show. Uh, yesterday, I mistakenly said it was Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak. Um, I don't know why I got that mixed up. Because it's Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nese. Um, and I... I was rooting for Tony. Uh, I gotta be honest. I was rooting for him through the whole thing because we haven't seen Tony versus Buddy yet, and they're friends. They're co. They're partners. They're um. <laughs> uh, they're. I was gonna say something else, but um. That that whole aspect of it, um, is cool. Even though we saw friend versus friend last year, they were good guy friends. Um. Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Um, so you're rooting for both of them. This time around, we're kind of rooting for both of them to lose in a way, kind of, because they're both bad guys. Although with Buddy... Okay, so Tony Nese... I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Tony Nese wins after hitting the... Um, he kicks out of the lumbar check, which is he's only the second person to have done that um in all of 205 lives history um which is nuts um there's been people who've like like ended up outside of the ring and so that didn't finish the match that's maybe happened like once or twice but as far as actually getting pinned and then kicking out of it after that lumbar check it's only been buddy murphy and now tony niece and uh at that point i was like oh man if he doesn't win then this is just nuts that uh that he should he should win after being able to kick out of that um but he hits the running niece to finish off the match and uh gets the win uh there's one moment that i really like this whole match was great but i really liked when they both went for kicks and their like legs got tangled up into each other uh, i thought that was really cool um but after the victory buddy murphy comes out they, they shake hands Tony and Cedric. Uh, so that was nice. Good sportsmanship from both of them. Buddy Murphy comes out. He congratulates Tony, raises his arm and all of that. As soon as Tony turns his back, he just casually tosses the, the championship aside and prepares to, to hit, uh, <clears throat> uh, to hit Tony right in the face with his knee. Um, and I, I love the way that he tossed the, he, he like just spread his arms and tossed it aside. I thought that was like a a badass movie type of moment, and uh, that's maybe my favorite moment of this episode. Um, uh, I don't know. There's something something about it, just the casualness of it. I really liked. So uh, it's kind kind of a a betrayal of friends going on here, and. Uh, maybe not so much uh i guess it could be i guess it might be a face turn for tony nice because of the the good sportsmanship showed between him and cedric at the end there um before all this happened so i'm interested to see what happens in the next two weeks the promos that they cut on each other if tony is going to be um the face in this situation um i guess it kind of has to be at this point it's it's set up to be that way even though if, he, if he's not a face in the grand scheme of things um but i am really excited to see th this match um i think it has the potential to be 
one of my favorite matches of the night. Like, there's all kinds of exciting stuff that's going to happen. Um, you know, of course, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. That's going to be great. Um, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey. That should be really good. Um, we don't know who Oscar is fighting yet. We don't know what any of the tag team championship matches are yet. It, any of the three of them. The women's, the Raw, and the SmackDowns. Um, uh, we don't know those matches. We uh, Tentatively, United States Championship, Joe versus Ray. Um, Intercontinental Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Demon Balor, perhaps. Um, it, uh, then uh, we don't know what Braun exactly is doing. He's just going to be... Uh, that's going to be resolved next week, I, I assume. Um, other championships. We don't know who's, who the WWE Championship challenger will be yet. It's got to be Kofi, though. It's got to be Kofi. Um, what other championships are there? Um, so really, really, this um, Cruiserweight Championship is one of only four championship matches solid, solidly confirmed. Um, or arguably only one of three, um, cause everything else is just like feud stuff. Just, just people hating each other. AJ Styles versus Randy, uh, Shane McMahon versus the Miz, uh, D- Batista versus triple H. Um, somebody, else, uh, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. I hope that's not the actual match. That's, that's a weird retirement match. I don't know. Baron Corbin is good. He's good at what he does. He is really good at what he does. And um, he seems like an actual uh, really, really good person um, outside of playing his character. That that make, that to me adds even more to how good he is at doing what he does on screen. But um, I have that match and... Oh, Braun, he is uh, going to be in the Battle Royal. That's right. He announced that he would, he would do that. So, I, yeah, a lot of championship matches still not set in stone yet. And it seems like a lot of people are getting wrapped up in uh, being upset about these matches that we've known about for a long time, getting messed with and all that, and just completely forgetting about all the other championships that aren't even set in stone yet. And you could look at it and saying, Oh, we have this other, uh, other story left to unfold on these other things. I guess that could be an argument against, um, spending so much time on, um, the raw women's championship and the WWE championship stuff. Um, but those are kind of opposite situations too. Because we don't know who the actual challenger for the WWE Championship will be. Um, whereas over, we're getting more into the Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins stuff. Drew McIntyre in the mix there now, possibly. Um, if, if I actually wouldn't really mind if that ended up being a triple threat. Um, just making all the championships triple threat matches, though, I, I'm not sure if that's the best thing for uh wrestlemania but uh you gotta have it it can't be more than half of them um so it's gotta be singles for the universal and the wwe championship i think and also because i 
it seems like it could be possible it's a triple threat uh for the smackdown women's championship um with the whole we didn't get further development on it sonia and mandy they're falling out with each other but uh i would i i would be way into that being a match that we think that there's conflict between the two but that they end up actually working together more than not but then when it comes down to the wire they uh don't let each other win and oscar's able to get the jump on them and uh still hold on to the championship maybe i don't know uh we'll see how all that develops and uh yeah because it's looking like it's gonna be a multi-team match for the women's championship possibly a multi-team match for one of the tag team championships we know the besties in the world are not in the mix for that anymore obviously but who will the usos challenge perhaps they will challenge um you know we could have we could have the alistair black and ricochet go for the smackdown championships that could be pretty cool but uh also the hardys are back they're in the mix for that um they didn't appear on this episode but that's okay it was all the gauntlet match and um yeah i'm just talking in circles a little bit too much now so i'll end this episode there uh let me know what you thought about smackdown and 205 live this week by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes spotify youtube wherever you enjoy listen to your podcast podcasts and i need a drink of water good thing i'm at the end here so close um and i'll see you next time here on tiw podcast thanks for listening bye